Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of the Podding Shed. And so, the Premier League finishing line draws tantalisingly closer. Six points clear with nine games to go. No further domestic or European trophy-shaped distractions. There's just one pot left to play for, and Jose's blue machine is coughing and spluttering its way towards the post, as we all cross our fingers and try desperately not to think of the words Devon Lock. Six wins and a draw will then end the hopes of any challengers, but with games against the top three of the top five still to come, things are far from over yet. Joining me, Deckheiser or John Isom, otherwise known, to ponder the vinegar strokes of an enthralling title race, are Grocer Jack, who is Tony. Good evening. So Contrary, who is Mark. Hello there. And returning to the side after an extended winter break to provide some Remy-esque quality off the bench, Goalie59, who is Clayton Beerman. Good evening. Gents, thanks as always. Um, good, to, uh, good to speak to you all again. Um, we'll start off with Hull. Um, the game itself was... Um, if if you could describe it as a roller coaster, then our back five's performance had a whiff of the big top about it with um, full exploding clown car, doors falling off and all the rest of it. Um, Loic Remy made a rare appearance and has so often been the case when he's um, turned up, provided the rabbit from the hat to um, deny Steve Bruce the point that he was clutching with his chubby little fingers. Um, <laughs> Mark, did you, uh, did you attend or were you... Um, television. Television television right well I'll, you can kick off then because i didn't i saw very little of it so off you go your thoughts on the game so, so if i'd said i attended what would you have done i'd probably gone to tony just to be contrary but I'm, i might have been there actually <laughs> yeah no i watched it on tv um is steve bruce putting on excessive weight more than anybody else in the country i mean i'm, I'm trying to watch my figure i'm about the same age as him but He's really packing it on, isn't he? He he doesn't look like a picture of health, I have to say. Um, it, it's it's the, the the very ruddy rud, ruddy face, which I'm sure with the, um, the the pressures and strains of being on the touchline and football management in general, it can't can't be a great combination. I would have thought. Also, if I was getting that large, you know, unless I was popping down to little, I wouldn't put my tracksuit on. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't look good on a man of that age, does it? You, you would think. Why can't he the... wear a, a Wenger-type coat with a zip-up and sort of generous front? It will just hide it all. I personally would have thought that, with with a, even even if it's when it's Hull with the Premiership manager salary, one could find a decent tailor. I, I'm not actually sure if there is a decent tailor in Hull, but you know, I'm sure. I doubt because, it. Yes, no, well, I better not be too rude because um, Steve is one of Jose's favourite managers in the Premier League, so I better leave him alone. But it, is, it was a stressful game. Actually, would we want it any other way? I mean, if we won the first <laughs> yes, 30 games of the season 5-0, and we just knew before we turned up we're going to win 5-0, we wouldn't bother watching football, would we? That is true. That is so true. the whole joy of watching sport is the uncertainty. And Chelsea are doing their utmost to give us the maximum level of uncertainty. So we have to be grateful for that as fans. Glorious unpredictability, as I believe Mark Worrell terms it. So we, we are going to stumble our way along, but I think we will just stumble over the line. Mm. It's we'll just um, get our noses in front. Actually, it reminds me of a story of... Um, who's that commentator, pundit, who we don't like, who played for Aston Villa? Andy Townsend. I'm so glad, glad you mentioned a club, because it, it didn't narrow it down a great deal. Just yeah. <laughs> he, he told a story once where he was running down in front of the old West End and the referee blew up and gave him offside and he shouted quite he was really near the fans on the edge he said i was never offside and the fans shouted back no you wasn't andy but your nose was <laughs> he has got quite a large nose that's what we need we need someone with a big nose out in front just to get us over the line before any of our competitors i think that's it's it's a, it's a very reasonable point um i think that covers it from my perspective yeah it's um it, it, it looked after we'll, we'll get on to Southampton shortly, but it looked like the second half of Southampton. I thought was we were exceptional. It just just didn't quite happen for us. Looked like we picked off, picked up where we left off. Um, two goals in what the first ten minutes, um, and it had all the makings of another another Swansea away, which is the last time we really played, you know, well for the, you know, the majority of the game. Um, and then all of a sudden it went horribly wrong. Um, it just it sort of feels to me as though managers have been sitting there with their their DVDs of um, of Chelsea's previous games and they've looked at our back four and 
and decided they know how to get at us and um, we, we just make hanging on to a lead look very very difficult um, Tone your, your thoughts it's, what's funny what? is is the fact that you've um, you basically covered two points that they covered on the fan cast earlier on um, oh did they? yeah Devon Locke um, which, which I, I actually mentioned to them um, I don't think they'd actually heard of it some of them before but mm. um, uh, we'll if for those you who know a chap yeah, of well, a certain age don't yes you? It, absolutely um, that's an inferior show though isn't it, <laughs> it, oh, it you know it, I, I can't they, say they, anything it's I can't say anything against David Chidgey. He's been very good to me. No, I mean, they just do it in a studio. They don't do it like us in a wind tunnel. Oh, no, no, no longer. No longer. Now they, they, they now do it in, in, in his flat, I believe. Yeah, yeah it's in, it's in Chidgey's, Chidgey's basement, and that's not a euphemism before anyone, anyone pipes yeah. up. Um, um, but the but second point, I think, was, was that glorious unpredictability was mentioned. And mm. the fact that um, we seem to be making hard work of it and, and, and I think the conclusion was was that we've um, uh, it's inexperience we've only mm. got two players that started that game yesterday that have been through a, a, a successful league campaign uh, JT and Branners um, mm. and, and the rest of them haven't done it and I think there's a Costa weight has. of expectation Costa did it for Atletico Costa and Courtois technically well, uh, uh, yep. for the premiership yeah um, no I granted differently you know so uh, I, I think that was the point we, we were sort of saying on there. I, I thought yesterday was, you know, it was Captain Cock up, wasn't it? Um, mm. To let two goals in. Um, Ivanovic was at full, partially for the second, but almost entirely for the first. He, he, he the way he let the, uh, I can't remember who ran past him now, but it was like he, he wasn't there. It was a shocking piece of defending. Um, and the second goal, well, every goalkeeper is going to fuck up at some point. It's how they react to to that. And Courtois was magnificent. Um, it, I'm a golfer, and there's a f- format called Stapleford where you score every hole. And the idea is, if you have one bad hole, you mm. put it behind you, and you're on mm. to the next one. It doesn't ruin your whole game. Um, you, now, for most golfers, it doesn't quite work out like that uh, because that one bad hole tends to fuck up quite a few after that. It's it's your mentality, isn't it? It is. But he absolutely recovered fantastically. And I just, think just out of interest, what is your handicap? Uh, 22. <laughs> is, that, is that good, bad or indifferent? I'm not That's a golfist, so I don't not know. Not particularly good, no. No. But, no uh, the maximum no, you can have is 28. You know, so. There'll be a few tweets tomorrow when this is broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, possibly you know, from. Sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. I, I, from my perspective, um, I thought we over, overall we played pretty well yesterday. Um, you know, had those two cock-ups not happened, I think we would have been fairly comfortable. Mm. Um, it was. It was kind of a. It was. It was a half-hour bad patch. It was, which is what we had against game. Southampton, because we were we were in the game against. I know we're going to come on to Southampton, mm. but we lost thirty-five minutes of that game against Southampton. We really did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we'll come on to that. But um, it's 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 the the ability to string a ninety-minute performance together. Oh, yeah. um, Mr. Beerman, hello. Your thoughts? Sorry, we, we've been rambling, and no, I've, no, that's, that's, I've been listening with um, interest. Um, I just thought yesterday was uh, it. It was a, It summed up our season. That whole game. Uh, great goals. Fantastic football. Am I wind tunneling? It, there's there, there's a degree of a breeze about how it. How much did um, that headset cost you from well, no, eBay? I took, I took it up. <laughs> no, so I mean basically, uh, great football, comic defending, midfield disappearing, defence mm. disappearing, and outstanding goalkeeping, and and we won. Um, I thought at one stage this was exactly the same as what happened against Spurs. We started off really well. Yeah. With a sudden, as you say, the exploding clown car. I mean, Branner, God bless him, he's been brilliant this season, but what was it? I mean, yesterday, yesterday, I mean, we talk about us collapsing. The first goal was his fault. If he just would have whacked it into touch or whacked the guy into touch, nothing would have happened. Mm. That back pass, although um, Thibaut 
screwed up. That was a dreadful back pass. I remember when I played football and I played in goal, hence my moniker, mm. a defender had to pass away from the goal. You don't pass in the direction of the goal. You always pass it away from it. Oh, so yeah, it's it's a valid, valid point. Um, I just, I mean... And the, and the other thing I just wanted to say about yesterday, and, and the last time I was on here, or one of the times I was on here, I banged on about bringing Mikel on. So mm. today we did the bringing Mikel on, but obviously with Zuma. We're great going forward. We're not so good defending this season. And I don't know whether Jose just thinks that this team's going to be the same as the last team, but it's not. Mm. Great going forward, but we are—we can't look up the shop anymore. Well, that's—I think that's the thing that one of the things that's, that's really stood out for me about this this, this sort of topsy turvy form we're going through. It's just—it's so unJose like. It's—you it, yeah. you would expect a, a team of his. You get one nil, two nil up. It's game over. It's finished. You know, you, you'd log on to to Paddy Power or wherever, and and. We'd be one to five hundred on to win. I don't know what the odds are now, but it just—it just doesn't feel comfortable anymore. And the, the number of leads we've thrown away, especially since sort of end of January, um, we're one to sixteen to win the league. But, but, that, but Johnny, that—that's perception. You see, when we played the last time and we had Macaulay and all the rest of them, we went one nil up or two nil up. The other team just thought, well, we might as well go home. Whereas yeah, now, exactly. The other team thinks, well, you know, other teams have come back. There's no reason why we can't. Yeah, but um, Josie is under instruction from Roman to provide more excitement. He, oh. wants, <laughs> he wants thrillers. My mistake. It's, um, it, it's, it's true. It's a tricky one. It, um, ha- exactly how things progress, and we'll obviously cover the future and what happens in the summer, who stays, who goes... Who arrives and so on and so forth, um, but but the defence looks like it needs um, a, a bit of reinforcement. Um, but, but reinforce put politely. I mean, basically, bring Asby into right back, give Luis a couple of games. Mm. You still there? I am still there. No, I'm just trying to wait. I don't know what this uh, this this wind tunnel effect. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, you know, and we got Zuma. I mean, Cahill looked iffy again yesterday, but he recovered well in the second half. I thought, I thought he had a really solid second half. Mm. Um, but I think it's more that what's in front of them that's the problem rather than the actual back four. I think yeah, unprotected. I think I think Matic is 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 not at, at his imperious best at the moment. Um, I don't know whether it's it's that funny little knock he picked up celebrating. Um, the, the Capital One Cup final win, which was sort of much joked about, because it was his, his suspension coming up. Um, but yeah, it just not not quite all there, and it's it's just we're not we don't seem to be functioning as a unit. But you know, we we got ourselves over the line yesterday, and um, and so be it. But you know, three three. Of, of the final games, we've got United, Arsenal, and um, and Liverpool. So you know they're all reasonably well in form. It's it's not going to be quite the the clear cut. Rob anyway, talking about the good stuff though, Hazard was brilliant, mm. wasn't he? Oh, he's fantastic, wasn't he? I mean, he is going to he is the one who will drag us over the line. <laughs> mm. But we do have we I moaned about this before. But we have arrived at the point where we were last season, where we do, we're just relying on him now, which we shouldn't be. Well, every team relies on one player. Mm. Napoli relied on Maradona. <laughs> That's true. Barcelona wouldn't be the same without Messi. Liverpool wouldn't be the same without Gerard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I, I know it's 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 a fun, but. Um, um, I, I, I would like to see us be a little bit more consistent all over the pitch. But, you know, however we get there, it doesn't matter. But yes. Actually, talking of Gerard, at least his suspension will be over before they play us. <laughs> and so we, we've got more chance of winning if they bring him on. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Well, there was a brilliant point from um, 
the esteemed Clive O'Connell on Twitter tonight where he said that um, Liverpool decided not to appeal Gerrard's red cast just in case it was rescinded. <laughs> <laughs> A perfectly reasonable comment by, by the driver. Um, yeah, I, I think um, it's it's just it's late in the season. Hopefully, we we've, we've got two weeks off. It's obviously international break, which can mean any any number of things. But we we cross our fingers and, and touch wood and hope they all get back in um, in one piece and um, uh, uh, I wouldn't say rested, but um, we shall see. We shall see. Um, um, do you want to talk about Remy? Yeah, I think we should. Um, he. Uh, he just—he's not really getting a, a fair crack of it, and I—I'm not, not entirely sure what the chap needs to do to to prove, give more proof that he needs to be on the pitch more often. I don't know. I mean, I was absolutely delighted when we bought him. I thought absolutely brilliant backup, fantastic, and yet not getting much of a, a goals to game ratio is just extraordinary. Yeah. No, I mean he—he—he he, he, he does the business when he gets on the pitch, and um, you know, ultimately responsible for three points he scored against Southampton he had a shot cleared off the line yeah so I don't know what more he has to do to be honest um, Tone are you a Remy fan? I'm a big Remy fan <coughs> um, I think he's uh, a, a terrific backup and in fact um, I'd like to see him and Costa on the field a bit more um, and I believe that was the plan yesterday um, was that um, he was, he was going to come on and play alongside Costa until Costa um, indicated that he didn't fancy a trip to Spain um, next week. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I, I'm with Clayton on this one. Well, I don't know quite what he's got to do. And um, it'll be interesting next season because we're almost certainly going to lose Drogba again, I think. And we mm. need a third striker. I think you you know my views on, on what we should mm. do with that but I'd quite happily keep Remy there. Uh, there seems to be a thing that we, we as a club, can't keep two or three really good strikers happy. Um, but other clubs seem to manage it, don't they? Well, yeah. it's, it's tricky. It, it depends because we, we, we're sort of very much sort of wedded to the, the, the sort of the, the lone large chap up front doing stuff. And, and it, it's, it's tricky. It's, um, I, I, mean, I personally would be very happy to see Remy as... as kind of second and then you know it opens up the whole can of worms but you know perhaps Bamford back in um, in third slot but you know the, the lad's got his career to think about does he really want to come back after three seasons of regular football to get half a dozen cup games and a the odd, the odd appearance off the bench um, I, I, I do see that argument but we'll never know he, he, he could be our next or the next no, Harry no, no, Kane, I and and that's I, that's true. But I, I mean, just in terms of from from his own personal point yeah. of view, does he think, okay, I give this a crack, or does he think actually, you know what? If he's got I've anything been... about him, he should, because ultimately, he's never going to get called back as the next top line striker, is he? He's not going to get that chance with anybody else, um, and if he does, he could just end up another kind of Lukaku thinks well I'd rather play over here then at least I'm getting a game um, mm. and I, I, I think it's better to bring him back and I think you could quite easily argue that he could be tried for the first half of, of certain games and build it up I mean we, we just seem to have lost that capability to de- not only develop well we develop and we, we take him up to the line and then we do nothing with him and, and he's I mean this is who was he with three years ago? But he's been with Derby um, and, and Middlesbrough. And he's scored with all of them. And, and I'm not saying he comes back to replace Costa or whatever. But he'd be a good option from the bench. And surely, if he's got anything about him, he would look at that and think, yep, that's where I want to be. That's where I'm going to learn. You know, I, I, I'm, I just think we, we wanted to talk about the youth or whatever. But... You know, we we have have, drifted, we've we've had an academy for ten years that's turned out nothing for us. Well, it's turned out profit ultimately. Well, profit, yeah. Okay. But, uh, which which I think is is let's let's all be brutally on a bit honest about this. That seems to be pretty much the primary reason it's there. It's 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 an income stream that helps us with financial fair play or whatever. I'm not suggesting that's right, 
but that's pretty much what it's there for. If you get the old one here or there, wonderful. But it's it's that's really clearly not what I it's mean, aimed at. The, the, the talking of uh, uh, rumours are that we want to buy somebody called Mauro Icardi, I think. This is a, a, yet another player I've never heard of that we'd bring in to potentially be our third striker when we've got a young lad that, that's out there that we could bring back that's ours. I'm, I'm, I'm just about to peer over my glasses you know. and say, Icardi, can someone someone fill us in where from? I have no I, fucking I think idea he's from who Milan. Is. Oh, splendid. Yeah. Um, Mark, your thoughts. Bamford next season? We have digressed a little, but why not? Well, it's all very well being altruistic towards these youngsters, but the reality is we need success, and none of us will tolerate failure. If we get knocked out of a competition, if we don't finish in the top four, if we don't win the league, we all start moaning, and Jose loses his job. So we are playing at the very, very highest level, and you have to have the best players. Just going back to Loic Remy, you know, he is a terrific stand-in, but he is a stand-in. So he has to accept the fact that he only comes on when Costa gets an injury or stamps on someone. Otherwise, <laughs> he won't get a game. That's the way it is. You have to play your best players because we have to win. The pressure is on high-level sport to win. So in terms of... Um, the academy you're absolutely right johnny it is all about meeting the requirements of financial fair play we have to make sure as a club we're farming a few youngsters we loan them out we can sell a few and actually that's we're getting a lot of our income from selling off young players and it's the way it is and i think actually what we did with matic is the way forward you have a few youngsters maybe 10 20 of them you farm them all out you see which one's good and then you buy them back. And so when you farm them out, they're all on um, clauses where you have the first option on them if they get sold on. And you only buy them back when you know that they're good. I mean, we could have kept Matic and he could have been hopeless. There are 10 Matic's at the club now. Nine out of them won't work out. So we have to just get rid of them all and then buy them back when we know which one is good. And it's like Waitrose. We can't afford to grow the carrots in store. We, we farm them all out, we, give the, we get the seeds, we, we give them out to a farmer, he grows them, he pulls out all the carrots, he shows them to us and we say, we'll have that one, and it's the big one. That's the way it is. That's, that's, oh, that's, not, we, haven't, we haven't had a food analogy for ages. No, I was going to say, Clayton, it's in my honour. If you, if you if you want to, if you want to plow, continue ploughing that furrow with your, with your views on, um, on Pat Bamford and, um, and where we should be going, yeah, what well, do, do you say? No, well, I, I, you know my, my thoughts on youth. I, I'm incredibly frustrated by it all. Um, well, the Ruben Loftus cheek thing is just an absolute farce, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I hear everything Mar says, and he's 100% right. Well, we all say, okay, we've got five great youth players, but we're mid table and we're not playing for anything. I don't know. Um, but the Ruben Loftus cheek thing earlier this season when we played Sporting Lisbon in a dead game. And he came on for eight minutes at the end. Which, uh, to me, that was... That did seem slightly daft. Well, how old is he? What, sorry? How, how old was he at the time? I think he's 20. Yeah, 19, 20. He's 19. Um, he looks a unit. He really does. Um, I don't really... I mean, I think this season's been difficult because we haven't had, since, certainly since January, we haven't had any games where we have been cruising where we could bring kids on for 20 minutes, half an hour. But we have mm. had the cup games that, were, that, that they could have played in, which they didn't. Um, I think Bamford will come back and I think he'll be on the bench. I do, I do think that. It's um, it's tricky. I'd say in terms of um, the, the the wind tunnel noises. Sorry, folks. I, I I'm not sure what um, what technical gremlins we have, but um, hopefully you can hear everything okay. Um, technical gremlins are that we're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is of course true. <laughs> no, it is worth doing some research on Google when you listen to this to find out which headphones you can get that do give wind tunnel effect. 
<laughs> I'm sure you have to pay extra for that because most of them you have to do a multi-headset comparison on you, some site. Do you think that Beats by Dr. Dre do have this sort of stuff? I'm 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 curious yes. to know. Um, <laughs> you can't go wrong with Sennheiser. And that's what I'm saying. Stream would be perfect quality. Yeah. <laughs> well, what brand of headset is it? Uh, I don't know because I, I I sort of haven't finished writing it on the side yet. So. <laughs> Okay, so it's an unbranded set. It's unbranded, yeah. The man in the pub said they'd be fine. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I haven't warned them throughout this broadcast, so um, that makes them even better. Ah, oh, splendid. Um, well, I, listen, it's, um, I suspect more will become clear as, um, as we progress towards the end of the season. and um, I, I think it's... It's something we will we will touch on, but you know Jose, Jose as we know, um, is a man who, like Mark says, you know he's we want success. He he generally delivers success wherever he goes, but he's not widely renowned for bringing young players through and, and and building teams. He tends to come in, sharpen up the side that's already there, add a couple, and um, and frankly beyond that, no one knows because he's never stayed anywhere long enough to. To show what what else he may be able to do, um, we'll, we'll move briefly onto the, the Southampton game, um, which I thought uh, the first half we were absolutely all over the show. Um, second half a much improved, and I think we were probably quite unlucky not to um, not actually to nick all three points. Um, it should be it should be noted. I think um, the, the aforementioned Chidge. Um, said this they Southampton only conceded something like seven goals away all season before they came to the bridge so they they are a formidable unit and you know it was one of the best games of football I'd seen at the bridge for a while actually um, Forster had a um, an absolute stormer in goal against us as is um, is often the case um, Tone y- your thoughts on the Saints game the most enjoyable one this season for me um first 10 minutes I thought fairly evenly matched and then we scored uh, and then Christ we were hanging on weren't we <laughs> um, yeah they, they they battered us um, they had control of the midfield um, the little fella Mane is it um, tormented us mm. uh, is it Schneiderling he, he, he sort of bossed the midfield and, and, and we did we looked all over the shop I was slightly surprised at how we didn't seem to have a clue on how to handle them. Fabregas absolutely stunk the place out. Um, and Matic as well. Um, between the two of them, it was awful. Um, and, and, and Fabregas's game didn't, didn't really pick up for me um, until he, Matic went off and Ramirez came. And Just Ramirez, gave a bit more energy, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, Ramirez... He had a bit more about him, um, and he, he seems to have chunked up a little bit. He's not quite as um, whippet-like as he as he has been previous seasons. Mm. Um, He's been getting consultations from Steve Bruce, I understand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to be fair, second half we were fantastic. It was it was, you know, I, I've, it's been it a while since I've spent so much it? time on my feet. You know, um, watching watching this play, and we were unlucky. I think. Did the people behind keep telling you to sit down, Dane? I'm, I'm too short for that, Mark. Um, <laughs> it, they, 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 their seats would have to be lower than mine, and even then I doubt they'd, I'd get in their way. Um, and, and <laughs> I think... I'm just a bit of self-deprecating here with their tone. Well yeah, done. but they are... Um, it was fabulous to watch. And, and uh, if, if Courtois was man of the match first half, um, Fraser Forster was outstanding second half. And again, everything was being unlocked by Hazard, um, and you know, we were desperately unlucky with Remy hit, you know, getting saved off the line, and oh, fantastic! And it was one of the you walked away from and thought, any other day we'd have been four-one, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it wasn't no. to be. And it's fair play to Southampton, um, you know, for a team that, let's face it, most of us thought would be in the relegation zone after you know the, what they lost last year um, Koeman has put together a very tidy little side there mm. they're, um, they're, a, they're, a, they're a curious one there's obviously something to being someone there doing something very right down at, um, at St Mary's because 
it was, who's it? But they booted out Nigel Atkins, and everyone threw their hands up and went, yeah. "That's madness! You can't do that! Oh, you, you, you've ruined it! It's all going to fall apart." They went from strength to strength under Pochettino. He disappeared, and I mean, I, I have a good mate who's a Southampton fan, and we sat in the pub at the beginning of the season. He said, "Bloody hell, fifteenth! I'd take it now." Yeah, and and lo and behold, off they went. Um, well, they're following uh, the Chelsea model, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, changing your management breeds success. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I so, true. we've had frequent managers. Compare us to Arsenal. Southampton have had frequent managers. They're on the up. Sacking your manager is a good thing. It's difficult to argue with that logic. Well, we have yeah. the evidence. No, well, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I, 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 it's um, it's a, a very valid point. Um, Clayton, you, you you enjoy? I, I must. I, I didn't catch up with you two. Uh, you two chaps, um, as, as usual at half time. But um, enjoy the game. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I thought they were the best team that played us in the league uh, at Stamford Bridge. Um, you guys have said everything about the way the game went. Um, it was uh, going back to the youth analogy. It was interesting looking at that very very good left back that Southampton have got. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that <clears throat> the second half was the best I've seen this play in ages. Absolutely superb. Um, but I really can't let this go without mentioning <coughs> that had to have been the worst 15 minutes I've seen a Chelsea player have in I don't know how many years. Uh, he did, um, yeah, it was. So, um, oh, Quadrado. Yeah. It was a mare, wasn't it? <laughs> I feel sorry for him. He's obviously, he's obviously a good player. We have yet to see that, but he is obviously a good player. And he was rushed onto the pitch because of that awful challenge on William, which was really nasty, that, that rake down the back of his leg. Yes. Um, and Cagrado was ob- hadn't obviously warmed up. But even so, crikey, I mean, I, I put it out there, you know, if anybody wants to tweet you guys or, or me, just a, a 15 minutes as bad as that in a Chelsea shirt in the Never. last 10, 15 years. I can't, I can't think of it. I'm, str- I'm struggling, I have to say. And, um, you know, they, it, it was one of those performances that just, just stood out as an absolute howler. I don't, uh, I don't mean this in a sexist way, and it will come across in a sexist way. And I, and I, I really don't mean this. Nothing, uh, nothing wrong with being sexy. <laughs> he looked like he was uh, a woman footballer. Yeah. He just, he just didn't look right. Uh, he, he, he just looked weird. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I got I, a bit of a, I got a bit I, of a I, slumbering I'm sure on Twitter. He, he must have had a medical when he joined us. Then. <laughs> Maybe didn't cough very loudly. I would, yeah. uh, I, I would, I would just like to issue a small disclaimer at this point that the views of the uh, the inhabitants of the potting shed do not necessarily re- represent the views of, of well, me basically. Yeah, I think uh, the point Clayton's making is quite good though because he's actually he just looked out of place. He, he he didn't make a successful pass. He he lost the ball so many times. But for me, you could say well he hasn't warmed up. He, he's not used to the Premiership. He took a corner. Well, a five-year-old would have got it further. You know, it was just dreadful. But there is something about playing for Chelsea that players can't take well, corners. But it's they inex- all seem to lose their ability. I agree with that, but and it's inexcusable. It really is. If, if you're not going to beat the first man, there's no point in taking it. It's in golf. If, if when you're putting, right? If you if if you hit it too soft, it's never going to reach the hole. So it's never going to go in. So it's pointless. You've lost it. You're better off going a little bit past than falling short. If you, you don't take a corner, it's just like you know. many th- like many things in life. You don't want it too soft and not going in the hole. Exactly. Um, exactly. <coughs> that, that and, and, and I just want to say that the views of Johnny Dyer are not very <laughs> my views. <laughs> There, there was that moment in, in the second half where he had an acre of field in front of him. And for some reason, he stopped at the halfway line and then went sideways across yeah. the halfway line. Pondered his options, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. I, I mean, I think, I mean, I think it's, he's been said he's, he's for next season, isn't he, Joe? So, well, you know. Yeah, I, so, I mean, so. I th- we'll, we'll, give, we'll give the chap uh, yes. time to settle in and uh, we won't damn him. But, but frankly, he, he's... 
he, he's kind of, the problem is he's up against it as as we say we are we are hungry for success and he was he's been damned from here to eternity he's going to have to look pretty special well he might just be an unripe carrot and he just needs to be in a darkened storeroom <laughs> for <three months. laughs> Like a pickled carrot. I th- I think, in all honesty, on the on the basis of that performance, you, you go back to the days of that's life, where you people sent in carrots that had sort of a you know like an amusingly shaped penis. <laughs> I, I think if we, if we're likening him to a carrot, he was closer to one of those. Yeah, <laughs> some something Cyril a little Fletcher. unripe and not ready. <laughs> Dear Cyril Fletcher was the man. That's the, that's the chap. Indeed. That's the chap. Um, there any smoking jacket, didn't they? Which I, I like. I, a certain sense. I am, I'm obviously sitting in my dining room at the moment in my smoking jacket recording, um, recording the potting shed, as, um, as one does. It is uh, ironic that we're sitting here giving, an, giving um, stories about that's life uh, whilst we're debating injecting youth into the Chelsea team. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you, have to be, you have to be of a certain age to, to, to you know, uh, pass, pass opinion like this. Indeed. Um, yeah, a, a very enjoyable game, and I think actually overall, uh, if if we if we look at those the, those two league games in as an as an overview and in context, yes, first half against Southampton was bad. Half an hour against Hull was shite, but otherwise, over the two performances, I think it's the best we've performed in a, in a, in a good six weeks or so. Um, and I don't know whether we will come on to the PSG game, um, but I don't know whether the, sort of the exit from the Champions League was was a bit of a kick in the arse, and um, a few home truths were um, were offered by Jose. Um, but it, it certainly seems to have lifted us, and um, it, it's sort of it's a tricky one. Inter- international breaks are what they are, but um, I, I'd kind of like us to be be playing next weekend and yes. trying to trying to build on the on what what momentum we gathered from those two games. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Um, but the other thing is also that the competition isn't that tough. It's we do have Man City <clears throat> falling to Burnley while we're drawing against Southampton. This is true. This is true. It's. Um, City do seem to be slightly up and down. I think the concern the concern would be is if Arsenal carry on. I don't think they're going to catch us. But Arsenal they, are twenty to one to win the league. That's a four percent chance. Bookmakers don't generally get it wrong. They might be out by a hundred percent, in which case they've got an eight percent chance of winning the league. You don't seriously think Arsenal are going to come on strong towards the finishing line? Do you? No, no, I don't. But but they they may still have a bearing on matters because we have to play them. Oh, let's not worry about Arsenal. It's true. Typical Arsenal. There's no pressure on them, so they win game after game. <coughs> exactly. That's that's exactly. true. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, it um, it remains to be seen. But yeah, I, I, overall, I was I was actually quite pleased over the, the last two games. I, th- I think we we generally improved. Um, PSG. Let's let's go, go back to the. the, the the negative. Um, it's how I, I'm going to. Th- we're going to throw the stat out, and, um, and we, we should discuss. Jose has now managed us across five Champions League campaigns. Each one of those five campaigns, we've gone out of the knockout stage, so a, a two-legged tie. So that's ten individual games. In those ten games. PSG home game was the first time we've scored more than one goal in any of them. Now, we know that Mourinho likes a, a, a cautious away leg and, and, and basically plays the percentages in the Champions League, but, and I'm certainly not advocating making any changes, but I think for a, a club with the ambitions we have and, as, as discussed, wanting to win, da di da da that's shite. Is it, Johnny, is that, is that correct? Because the only reason I say that is when we beat Barcelona at home in that amazing game, that was 4-2. Sorry, in in the round that we went out in. Right. Right. It's in the round we go out in. (coughs) And and the game was played on a Tuesday. Uh, and it hadn't been raining for two previous No, no, no. no I, I, I think it is a perfectly valid... It's a valid question to ask. In the round we've gone out in, we simply... We don't score enough, which I know is an obvious thing to say, but given the plays he's had at his disposal, is that good enough? Have we ever lost any of those games? Or have we always gone out on a, an away goals kind of thing? Um, 
Well, let's have a thing. I mean, Liverpool. We went out to Liverpool. Penalty. Yeah. Away goals. Penalties and an away. Uh, no. Didn't we have a, a, a nil-nil up there? Yeah. In a one yeah. No, oh. actually, the, it, the, the, didn't the, was it the Luis Garcia ghost goal in inverted commas? Um, I think we drew nil-nil at the bridge. Yeah. And they won one nil up there. It, it's just for me. It's just kind of a bit poor. I, I, I really don't see. And to to, to kind of add to that, the, the PSG game itself, they were a decent side. There's no question about that. But they played for an hour with with ten men. And you know, it's it's other things that are so unmourinho esque that that come into it. We can see two goals from set pieces. I mean, that's just. When was the last? You know, there, there's a question. When was the last time Mourinho side conceded two goals at home from set from set pieces? Yeah, it's just. I, I, I just I, think it's 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 a really poor record for a, a man of his caliber in a club without without aspirations. Is it, is it when, when he won the Champions League twice with Porto and Inter Milan? Did they do it in the same way? Um, yeah. To be honest, I think it's similar-ish. I mean, Inter were were a classic. You know, that they they contained, they broke. He won it on that. I mean, I think there was a crab, yeah. yeah, but Tone, I think I remember having a conversation with you about the, I think it was the semi-final Inter against Barcelona. Yes. It was just, it was the most Mourinho-esque thing you've ever seen. Yes, I think Inter, yeah. Inter had 10, played about 70 minutes with 10 men and just sat there and sat there and sat there and Barcelona could have played all feckin' night and into the week after and they wouldn't have got anything. Yeah. It was just very, very Mourinho and I think it's, you know, we all know the Champions League is this sort of strange combination of, of luck, the draw, this, that, the other. It, it's almost like you, there's there's too many variables. If you're waiting for the, the percentages to fall right and then your luck to to run, it's well, just I don't I know. Think my, my my point or the disappointment for me, I'm not massively disappointed because I want the Premiership first. Um, and, and it's been way too long for that. Uh, but in oh, yeah, this absolutely. particular case, it was the most un Mourinho esque thing about it was the kind of damp, squib nature of it. Um, it mm. was just all a bit sort of like meh, really. Um, now, people who've criticised us for, you know, uh, drawing with 10 men have got very short memories because, you know, we did a very similar thing to Barcelona in the new camp and we were by far not the better team that night they absolutely battered us um, and we were more Mourinho-esque that night when Di Matteo was in charge um, but this one was more there was there was a do you know it just felt apathetic it just felt like the players there was no snarling apart from the end when Costa put on a bit of a, a, a cameo snarling bit at the end but mm. the rest of it was... A, and and I, I, Mourinho had a point. They were down to 10 men, and we didn't seem to know how to cope with it. Whereas if we go down to 10 men, we tend to play better. It's almost like we, we go a bit gung-ho. Oh, well, bollocks to this. We're going to go out and do this. Um, so I think it was just one of those nights. And I mean, I think, actually, just sorry to come, to come back yeah. to a point you actually you made earlier, it's, it's maybe the experience. Yes. Is, is that there's just maybe not the... The sort of the level of experience that we've had in previous sides that just just kind of didn't know how to didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, and they not seem to give in. When was the last time you saw us give in? Really give in? You know, it wasn't mm. we, you were waiting for another gear that, that didn't never happen. quite never quite arrived. And as I said before the game, yes. I, I felt no better about being at one-one than I did losing three-one the previous year. No. No. And actually, three one is a bit easier for us because we know what we've got to do then. And you've got no expectations either. Well, we ha- I did have expectations, but at three one, you ex- you expect us to go for it, and I think we're probably better off doing that. Yeah. 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 I just thought yeah. that the the one thing for me was that we didn't seem to know what to do mm. when it was nil nil. As far as I was concerned, Mourinho was just happy for it to be nil nil. Yeah. And when mm. they player sent off that made no difference whatsoever he thought yep. fine yep. we'll still go for nil nil yeah, yeah. by accident we scored and I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. damn it all it's been a terrible accident <laughs> it, it was because I, I can tell you i don't think if we would have scored we it would have been nil nil and we would have gone through 
I, I mean, I just, people are reading, I think, too much, and not you guys, but just generally, there's all this sort of wailing and gnashing, and we just played badly. Yeah. yeah. It mm. we, we just didn't play very well. It was, it was one of the first times I've ever seen Mourinho not be able to do something about a game. They went down to 10 men, and he didn't seem to know what to do. We could have brought on another attacker. I mean, that the substitution to bring Drogba on instead of Remy for, for extra time was yeah, yeah. mental. Because, yeah. mm. you know, you've got 10 men, what do you do? You run at them. Remy's got pace, you run at them. Drogba's brought on maybe to defend, I don't know. I, 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 I hate to say this, but you know the old hindsight, we were laughing because we basically, before they scored their second goal, we went, bloody hell, look at that. We've got Cahill, we've got Matic, we've got Terry, and we've got Drogba, but oh, they've just scored. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like that. It just it was one of those nights. I also want to say that before the game, because I actually thought, even though he was an absolute little shit, Verratti oh. in Paris, he was horrible. I oh, thought Horrible little fucker. He's exactly what we need. I'd yeah, rather have Verratti in our team than say Ramirez and I, I thought at the bridge he was the best player on the pitch by far. Like, a proper little terrier wasn't he absolutely superb that's what was yeah. missing though wasn't it there, there was it was missing yeah. a spark a Dennis Wise yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I mean it was. It's an it's an interesting point. Just again, in terms of experience and so on, because you know who who crops who pops up and makes the difference. That that, that man with the curly hair. Well, that man that, that Tony yes. and I wept when we well, sold him. Said because, we didn't want to go. And, because and well done, Clayton. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. I, yeah, the feeling that if anybody was going to bite us on the arse, it would be him. And secondly. His attitude was he wanted to win and he wanted to make things happen. And, you know, we didn't have that. We didn't no. have it. Now, I know he was a liability and I know we've done well in the business and everything else. But, you know... I I, know I, he, I, made, he made the difference that night. I, I said, said, don't, we, said don't worry, we're going to buy him back in three years. We, we just <laughs> put him out in a field. We have to see if he turns into a proper carrot. Oh, he's a carrot. It's <laughs> more like a turnip. Yeah, I just you know I, I agree with you, Mark. Perhaps we will. He, I, I don't think he was Mourinho's type of player uh, in, in many ways, except for attitude. He had yeah. attitude, and and uh, you know when he wanted that kind of desire to win to make things happen, we just seem to be lacking that. You know, I'm a bit surprised at, at JT. He, he 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 was very you know I, I expect him to be probably kicking players up the arse physically as well as metaphorically it's um it, it's it's becoming a let's say the elephant in the room but I th there's been the odd moment this season where where JT has has lacked um and obviously you know you say that you say that you know I could have said that before the um before the Spurs final and who steps up yeah, and it makes the difference, yes. you know, makes the yeah. breakthrough. It's JT. Yeah. So you know, he. I'm by no means suggesting he is done yet, but there's there's been points where he's just looked his age and and not not quite what he once yeah. was, which is perfectly fair, you know, given the stage he's at in his career. With the with the level of talent we've got in that team, you expect somebody else perhaps to pick up the mantle. And, and say it forward. You, I, I guess you probably had Lampard before, who was a vice captain and, and, and could probably, in a slightly different way, make something happen or cajole the players or whatever. And if you're not getting it from JT because he's become introvert for whatever reason during the game, there, there should be other players out there who well, I think, are taking yeah, you're chances right. or, or whatever. You know. I th yeah, you're right. I mean, I think the thing that, um, you know, in, in years gone by, we've, we've been very fortunate with the number of leaders we've had. You know, yeah. th there's there's a point where, you know, you, you had Balak, you had Lampard, you had Terry, you had Drogba, you, you know, even to an extent Czech. You know, not just a spine of great players, but a spine of natural born yes. leaders who will, you know, A, you've, you've just got that ability to sort of lift people and, and drag them through um, and I think perhaps you're right is, is maybe there, there are a couple of them lurking within our um, with our ranks somewhere but sometimes it, it maybe just needs 
you know, maybe it needs you know to, to put it out there. Maybe it needs JT to, to to not be in the team as regularly, so someone else can step up and, yeah. and be the be the big mouth and uh, that does the shouting and the ordering about and and, and lifting people up. Yeah, I, th- I think the, the, the person who probably is the best person to do that is, is Costa. Um, but I'm not sure where he is linguistically. Yeah, the language thing may be an issue. And I, because it's, it's a brilliant point. I mean, that I suppose that PSG game more than any other showed that there was nobody willing to take that game by the scruff of the neck and say, this is ridiculous, we're playing against 10 men mm. and we're being bossed at home. And there yeah. wasn't anybody who was angry enough. You know, there wasn't anybody who basically yeah. got... You know, I'm not going to take this. I'm going to start kicking people. I'm going to start pushing people. I'm going to start winding them up the same way they're winding us up. But you know, it's, it's the sort of thing, isn't it? The, the sort of thing that you'd want Fabregas yes. to do. Um, I mean, Brendan Rodgers said as much about Liverpool yesterday. They didn't lay a glove on Manchester United in that first half. Yeah. Now, Gerard came in and went a bit over the top, let's be fair. Literally. But you could understand why he did it. Because, he's, he, you yeah. know, he wanted to drive the team on, get some spark going get some anger in the game or whatever and, and that's what we lacked we didn't have anything like, I'm not advocating someone coming or getting a red card but as you said some, some anger it, it, some rage or some it needed it needed your Howard Beale didn't it yes yeah. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take anymore exactly. that's that's basically what, what we're saying I think yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's interesting the, the development of the team over the next two or three seasons is tricky because you know we're losing leaders as we go along and I think the other part I can't remember who made this point on Twitter um, but it was a very valid one it also makes you because this is the, this is the point in the season where Frank was you know in his prime was really starting to power on the goals were coming he just got you know after Christmas he you know he just got better do you, do you know how many goals our midfielders scored this season in the league no how many do you think Cool. Well, Hazard's, Hazard's got 16, hasn't he? I'm not counting Hazard as being midfield. I'm, I'm right. talking about okay. okay. William, Matic, Oscar, Ramirez. Oh, Christ. Uh, less less than 10? Yes. Yeah, but does it matter? We are the second highest scorers in the league with 61 goals compared to Man City on 62. So as a team, we're scoring goals. Does it matter where the goals are coming from? Well, I think, I mean, it's... If you go back to... Um, if you go back to the... The wonderful days of Jimmy and Ida. It was a tremendous thing to watch, but if you stop them, you basically stopped us. And maybe if that's, I don't know if this is where you'll go with it, Clayton. But it, but if you stop Hazard, which is admittedly rather a difficult thing to do, if you stop Hazard and Costa, we're we're slightly running out of options. Well, I, I think that's 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 one thing. I think I'm just being greedy because, as you say, we we've, we've still scored 61 goals. And I did a bit of research in, in the 2005 and 2006 seasons, we scored 72 goals, and so we're only 11 behind. We got oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, did you do a lot of research, Clayton? I did. I did, did a, a lot of research, not on headphones. That's, I was beginning to wonder <laughs> that, whether you research anything <laughs> when you make purchases. For but... Uh, no, I, I just, I just thought. I mean, we we've, we've had twelve goals from midfield. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. Thank you. You see, this is what happens when we invite informed guests on. They do research. Well, because they're <laughs> under pressure, they're trying I'm to not, get into the team. I'm not making. I'm not making they're, they're any other point. To, I'm not no, making they're any they're other try, point. They're trying to um, impress. <laughs> if they were here every week, they wouldn't bother. Too <laughs> <laughs> so true. Too so true. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 a valid point, and I th- I think it, it's it, it's interesting to, <coughs> to to kind of pick stuff up like that because there are there, there are gaps and there are, are things that need addressing, and and I suspect that um, it's it's one of the many things that's in um, in Jose's intro um, for the summer. Um, I will throw in our, our little public service message because it keeps Nick a happy camper. Um, you can browse our extensive back catalogue at www.poddingshed.com. Um, if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about or have any comments on what we have talked about, um, let us know via that website or get in touch via Twitter on at Chelsea Blog or at The Podding Shed. Um, if you download the podcast via iTunes, we'd be 
delighted if you gave us a good rating because apparently that helps us in many mysterious ways. Um, we will be back in a few weeks because we, we, we've not many games left to talk about um, and there's an international break. Um, the next two league fixtures are Stoke at the Bridge, um, which I won't be at, unfortunately, um, and QPR away, um, which is always um, is good for a talking mm. point. Um, <coughs> any other I've business? Got, I've just got my tickets, actually, for QPR away. It's very strange pricing at QPR. There's a gold area and a silver area. The gold area is £55 and the silver area is £53. Right. But there are restricted views. And they reduce the gold area down to £53, the same as the silver area. And the restricted view in the silver area, they reduce down to £51. So they give you a £2 discount or 55 quid for not being able to see the game. <laughs> anyway, I had sufficient loyalty points. I was able to get on at 7.15. I got my tickets. And I got gold £55 unrestricted view tickets. I was very pleased with that. Anyway, when they arrive in the post, it says in the bottom corner of the tickets, restricted sightline. Oh, just underneath where it says 55 quid, where I full, paid the full price. Anyway, I rang up the ticket office. I said, what's going on here? I've got 55 quid tickets, unrestricted view. He says, oh, don't worry about that. All of the tickets are restricted sight lines. It's just yours are less restricted than the restricted tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, thank God they're going down there and crack uh, it's to be to be honest. The, the the problem with any seat within within Loftus Road is if you can see any of the pitch, it's a bad thing. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, those those are the, the the next two league fixtures we will be discussing when we return, and um, hopefully don't be back to uh, back to joints. Um, any other business, gents? Throw in as as you wish. Actually, it is a weird end to the season. We've got the international break. We're out of all cup competitions. The league could be over if things go our way and we win a few games and City struggle on. It could be over with four games to go. Sort of the, the, the season's going to fizzle out in April. I think Sky are already sort of building to that, aren't they? With their, you know, their, their, as was it Van Hals called it the rat race, but they've, they, they spent most of yesterday... Um, rabbit in on about the, the the top four places, or you know the the places below us, and um, five live this morning, and it was it was all about United, Liverpool, Arsenal, City, not us. We've only got a mention, and um, it's interesting the maths that you quoted, uh, Mark. You know the bookies rarely ever get it wrong, etc., etc. Um, we've lost three games in all competitions this season mm. and with nine games left we've got a potential three game loss cushion and that's if nobody else trips over and I've looked I've looked at Arsenal's running I mean they've got us they've got Liverpool they've got United to play um, so you're right I think it could be done with four games to go and I for one mm. will be really bloody happy about that because I should be going up to Stamford Bridge and I should be getting fucking trashed <laughs> every one of those remaining games. Right? No more sitting on my bloody hands. No more chewing my fingernails down. No more waiting until we're 6-0 up before I can relax. Ah, get on with it. Marvellous. <sighs> Let it fizzle that out. Um, as always, Clayton, thank you again for joining us. Yeah, no, well, thanks for having me in my, my wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> what with my hot air and my wind tunnel, um, I, sh I shall go and stand in a field and generate it's, some energy. You've, um, <laughs> you, you, you're, you are both both the cause and the problem of uh, and the solution to global warming, I would suggest. But um, <laughs> It would have been more impressive if we'd said we were doing this podcast in Roman's private jet. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies for the exterior notes. Yes, <laughs> that would have been a good one. And, and yes, so many yes. people would have believed us. Yes, yes, indeed. It's 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 not implausible. But you know, this is this is the magic of podcasking. You know, who indeed. knows what we're doing? The fact that I am sitting here in my smoking jacket and nothing else is is lost on people. Oh, which I think, which I, which I think is a shame. You know, it's oh, it's it's, it's, a, it's a terrible thing. Um, just say one last thing. Thank you very much for having me back. And I just want to say um, that Chelsea beat Spurs in the League Cup final. Um, I was actually sort of quite tempted to do the Frank the Birth question of sports thing all I've said the whole time was that Spurs, uh, Chelsea beat Spurs in the League Cup final <laughs> <laughs> yes. very satisfying indeed 
it's something that we're always happy to be reminded of without question and, and well done to the kids by yes. the way indeed yes Concede, that's a very conceding good point. a goal to go 3-0 down and coming back to win um yeah, very indeed. We um, we don't know who we because the uh, the second leg of the other game is um, is next week, I think. Um, so we don't know who we're going to get in the final. But um, it has to be said, it, youth cup youth cup finals are the the one against Fulham last season was an at home was an absolute riot, a cracking night out. Um, so yes, we would in, we would encourage attendance, whoever indeed. it may be. Good to um, see Spurs youngsters getting used to how it will be when they become full-time players. <laughs> <laughs> A very valid point. Yeah. Um, gents, on that note, thank you and good night. Good night, thank you. Good night.